0: Hey, this is Romancing the Zone, a podcast about a podcast about boys playing tabletop games. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. Let's roll. A six. Oh.
1: Hmm. Let's just pretend it's a different gaming system where that's not a bad thing. Oh
2: my
0: God! I got a six, you guys! Okay, <laughs> ah, yeah, We're gonna make it!
1: We're
2: gonna make it! We're gonna make it! We're gonna make it! Oh. oh! All right,
0: welcome back, everybody. Feels like we never left. I, you know, this is where our hearts live, so I think that that's <laughs> apt. Yeah.
1: Well, it hasn't been in in the in the universe. It's only been seconds, right? It's been mere yeah. moments. You're correct. As Aubrey has
0: touched the gate, and Minerva has opened these portals, and we get a glimpse, just the briefest moment, of uh, Billy's house.
2: Three quarters of a second, yeah, he's waving, he's there, he's like, guys,
0: I made it, we're okay. (laughs) Back to whatever this light, this realm of light
1: is. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. world that seems to be interfering with everybody's... Dimensional signals, or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ooh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And she sees it and she knows because she's seen
2: this before, and they know
0: she knows.
2: Ooh. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Windows go both ways, friends. Mm.
0: Make sure the person you're creeping on
2: isn't creeping back on you. (laughs) Right. You gotta be real sneaky about that. Well, this is a reminder to everyone that as now it gets darker earlier, when you have your light on and oh your window God. open,
1: everyone can see you. <laughs> they so can totally see you. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I don't want to. I don't want to derail us, but Brittany, I do have to ask: Have you been seeing interesting things? Mm-hmm. I did last night. <laughs> I I did see my neighbors throwing a
2: housewarming party and I did spook ah. on them because oh, well, my that's... lights were off like a normal creepy person. <laughs> that's less scandalous than I expected. <laughs> But I think of it often. Like, oh, all my lights are on. Everyone can see all the weird stuff I do in my house. So (laughs) turn all the lights off. No, no one can see all the weird stuff I do.
0: You can do your weird stuff in private. Mm -hmm. You could turn all the lights off or you could close the blinds. But I mean, why even bother? (laughs) Just sit
2: in the
1: dark. It's such a a hassle because then you have to open them (laughs) the next day. I'm like, ugh. I'm a little concerned that you would give into this cloud of evil miasma <laughs> that, that they're facing. <laughs> right, so they just immediately be like, you know what? I'm just going to so lie quickly. down right here. It's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I probably am the quill. Let's face the facts here. <laughs> it's been hard the whole
0: time. Coming from this very podcast, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from inside the house. Well, ooh, I have a. Um... A, a transition for us, uh, very much like the things Brittany has seen. Thacker uses the things I've seen, his move, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. to take advantage of this, uh, his interaction with the Quell, and having mm-hmm. done this before. -hmm. He kind of taps in, and I will, for what it's worth. I appreciate that both Clint and Griffin also called Thacker's class both a
2: Seeker and a Searcher, so it's not just us. Yeah, (laughs) I feel very vindicated, and it totally makes sense that we couldn't figure it out last time either. Yeah, I was like, we've probably heard both. Uh They have said both, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I did very much enjoy uh, Griffin being caught completely off guard by Clint initially saying. You know, him, him misinterpreting what he was saying he wanted to do with this move, and then he was going to open himself up to this evil force. Yeah, know um, how it sounded. Yeah, yeah, he definitely seemed surprised by his initial interpretation of what that meant. <laughs> Just let it take me. <laughs> let me ride
2: this wave.
0: Like, good luck the rest of you. I hope we meet again. <laughs> so we are in it. We are in, there's this mist, and it's almost like water, almost even, the way they sound mm-hmm. in it. it. It's a neat mechanic, I think, for this whatever the Quell is bringing
2: to the party yeah. here.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very creepy.
2: Yes. And I was thrown, I totally thought that they had, like, now we're in Sylvain. I was like, oh, no, we haven't even left mm-hmm. the room yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. yeah, and and the way, like, that Thacker is kind of able to get a sense for it, uh, and even then when Aubrey sees it, too, it's I get a bit of a The Mist vibe from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. I saw the movie. I only saw the movie of it, like the latest one that was made. It was creepy. Mist goes around. Monsters are living in it. You can't see them. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, admittedly. So am I the only one when they, when they started describing these critters, the centipede and everything? For some reason, I started thinking of, and it was only reinforced later, of like the creepy crawler machine ads. Do you remember those ads?
0: <laughs> I love creepy crawlers. They had this smell to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: loved it but like you'd pour this goo in i'm assuming some totally of our listeners are too you young may. to know yeah but it's like those mm-hmm. really like bright intense kind it's of like gelatinous yeah like high, and you would pour the goo in. visions yeah of the commercial right now
2: yeah, yeah. i'm trying to remember the song creepy crawlers that's that it yeah, U- that's it it's yeah. slimy and green <laughs> that's <laughs> right. something, something that you've ever
0: seen Put them in the yeah, you would put the goop into the pans, the little pans that had like the molds in them. And then it was essentially Easy Bake Oven, but you made bugs.
1: Yeah, yeah. Easy Easy Bake Bugs.
2: Easy Bake Bugs.
1: (laughs) For boys, you know.
2: Of course. (laughs) They also need to learn how to use hot oven like apparatuses.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you're totally right. Because even then when this, I mean, obviously we all know what happens, what this thing turns into, it's kind of like reverse creepy crawlers. It turns mm-hmm. back into it's that globe. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can only imagine to be then reused in another creepy crawler oven wherever it was trying to go but i'm getting ahead of myself
1: yeah first first we have thacker running through this fog before anybody else can see anything just yelling centipede just
0: just really putting it out there
1: it's very to the point and yet also maybe not the most helpful thing i mean i I guess you'd figure it out right like if somebody if you couldn't see anything and someone was yelling centipede you would assume there was some kind of horrible bug monster um, in a situation you know
2: yeah or just yeah Maybe a
1: centipede on the floor. Maybe he's just very afraid of bugs. He's just <laughs> really as creeped Ooh, out yeah. by them. Has nothing to do with the quell at all.
2: <laughs> that would be ah. so funny. <laughs> Who cleaned up in sad. here? They did a terrible job. Centipede. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I like,
0: he even, <laughs> Griffin does say immediately that it's a St. size. Centipede, uh-huh. but I like mm. that he double checks again later the thought of the three of them like, it's on the <laughs> ground, get it. Step on it. <laughs> uh, but it is this big centipede. And luckily, though, as goofy as it sounds, him shouting it with really no context, it at least. Tips Aubrey off enough. Like, one, she's in the, all this fog, so yes, hopefully let's get some clarity here. But then also mm-hmm. the fact that she can hear her friend shouting. She yep. opens up her third eye, is immediately able to see, and then in turn warn Duck that yes, this thing that Thacker's shouting about is coming at them right now. Get your swords ready.
2: Get your swords ready. <laughs> Cut it roll, up and Roll the kicks in thorax. <laughs> <laughs> Which they do not have. I did have to yeah, look they don't. Thought. Yeah, oh. they have that's a trunk okay, or just segmented, segmented bodies. Hmm. Yeah, the thorax is that kind of the, sense. it's more like it's... The,
1: the booty, like on a bug, you know, like on a... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like, that's not actually like what it is, but insect. in terms of the concept, yeah.
2: Yeah, but still, I did like it, the role the kicks in thorax.
0: <laughs> yeah, because duck breaks through whatever, mm-hmm. I because mean, they kind of say it has like a carapace or whatever, yeah. I
1: don't know. like chitin.
0: Yeah, that's the one. The image then of more legs coming out of it is like, oh wait, yeah. no, yeah. don't do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have seen something similar to this before. Um, yeah, when when Ned wounded his opponent. Yes. Uh, a few, how many episodes ago was that? A, few. a while ago.
0: <laughs> For sure. But similar,
1: similar kind of attempt to regrow, regrow, re-expand. Um, it does seem like they're they're a little difficult to seriously injure slash destroy.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, because even with, you know, then Thacker uh, gets a shot on it, Aubrey goes mm-hmm. to burn it down, and it still just breaks down into this goop. And yep. I'm on the same page as you, Anne, where it's like, this, these things, plus that previous abomination, yep. is, is this from the same makeup? Was that kind of what Seems that to latest... Be. Yeah, Abomination was kind of built it's off the of this. Same
1: creepy crawler goo. Uh
2: huh. <laughs> maybe, maybe.
0: Yeah,
1: I had some some interesting thoughts about I mean, I don't know if I'm right or not, but about the description of what happens. So, um, Duck attacks it, then Thacker pins it to the ground, and then yeah. Aubrey Bernanates it <laughs> and
2: does. it turns
1: into goo. But when it collapses, it like pushes the fog back and mm-hmm, then it's right. the goop starts like crawling back toward the arch. That's so I'm kind of wondering, best. are these like some kind of um Like electromagnetically controlled nanobots or something, rather than hmm. a traditionally speaking, like a life form, because they seem to be able to operate in ways that uh, that creatures, like living creatures, wouldn't normally. But they do Uh seem to be more like, like nanotech, like that kind of um, that kind of technology.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I I thought of that.
1: that. I just assumed it was a hive mind. I was like, I want to go. Yeah, I mean, it could be that too.
0: Right, because the other visual I was getting, of course, the latest. Uh, season of Stranger Things has like this exact um, threat mm-hmm. this exact monster in it but no I hadn't even thought that maybe it was something that because cause you're right it is then attached in some way obviously to this fog that's that's here mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I just
1: wondered if it was somehow like powering them or something I don't know or generated by them uh, write yeah, it down it on like the murder maybe, board
0: yeah put it up on the murder board Defo. Barclay did you bring that in okay good you've got it yeah
2: <laughs> Don't it's don't let there. him get up from his crate though. <laughs>
0: He's Stern's our last got this one he, right now. He passes the marker over to Stern. He's got it. <laughs> it is up there.
1: But it, regardless, I mean, the, their low-tech solution to this problem of it starting to crawl back is put a Amazing. box on it. Amazing.
2: <laughs> that I <laughs> love that part. That's the best gameplay is when you're just like, That's ah, how it. and this." Uh-huh. And yeah, she just she puts a box on it. And then Travis giggling about it. I was like, yes, thank you. You know exactly what you're doing. And then it starts moving and she sits on it. Yeah.
1: I sense and this is how life. Travis deals with bugs, which is also how I deal with them. You just, you get them in a jar or something, oh, yeah. you know?
0: Oh, yeah. That's the game. This one, unfortunately, you can't then take like a poster board and put it under the box and like throw it outside because it's not, right. we got to yeah, keep yeah. this one contained.
2: Mm-hmm. Put it Very in the true. fridge. <laughs> Uh, I did not get the Final Fantasy reference they gave about Barclay having to sit on a box. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: it's a Final this, Fantasy 4 reference. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> so I realized I only played Seven Ten and part of 10-2. Mm. Yeah, it's a deep that, cut. That's my life, yeah. Yeah,
0: 4 is one that you kind of had to work toward if you were going to play it. But yeah, it, characters who essentially sacrifice themselves so that the party can move on, so that oh, you can continue on.
1: Mm-hmm. It was very traumatic for people at the time. I would, I would gotcha. say that, yeah. So just now imagine Air's theme again
0: uh, over this yeah. part, as they all say their goodbyes again.
2: <laughs> Barclay's totally cool with it, though. He's totally relaxed. That's okay. That's, Someone's still... getting him a drink. Like, it's like, it's my <laughs> turn now. Mom gets to sit down. All of that. Mama, saying... Mama and mom are both like, let's relax. We can hang. I'm telling you, play Air's
0: theme over all of it. I think it's funnier that way. <laughs>
2: He's kidding. His cocktail from Stern just taking a sip. All to, yeah, Eris's theme. I do like the idea forget. that the
1: box is still very slowly, very slightly moving, too. It's just
2: jostling. It's Come giving on. him a nice, like, vibrating uh, massage. Mm. This is good time for Barclay.
1: The Quell magic fingers? Yes. <laughs> A new i it not
2: start seeping out at any time
0: <laughs> i mean that's what's gonna happen he's gonna lose track of it and he's like wait a minute this box stopped moving a while ago and i hadn't realized it till now oh shoot aubrey's gonna be mad it's like don't tell her um but before they leave uh stern does try to give aubrey of all people don't do that terrible <laughs> the idea explosive
2: which luckily has not been paying attention
0: stern maybe listen maybe we can give him the benefit (laughs) of being like i'm a little overwhelmed i'm i've just learned a lot of things all at once
1: i would point out plastic explosive is not like dynamite like plastic explosive is expressly resistant to being Hmm. set off by things like fire or shock like it can be but it's it's electron it's electrically triggered so She's probably not going to accidentally make it explode. But I do understand her, her desire for caution. Mm-hmm.
2: And
0: I love I how love much Anne knows about <laughs> You bring to
2: this show every week.
1: Thank and you. And how
2: many explosives have you like dealt with?
1: Uh, zero. I just watch a lot of movies. (laughs) No, I watch a lot of movies and then I read stuff about it on Wikipedia, which means I'm probably on some kind of watch list.
2: I want us to, like, smash cut to Anne, like, (laughs) sitting in a bunker somewhere, just, like, piles of C4 behind her. She's like, I don't mess with it at all. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was a big MacGyver fan. We'll we'll put it that way. (laughs) I love this.
1: Get this woman a chewing gum and a paperclip. We're set. Mm Mm-hmm. I did very much enjoy the, the, the Justin case joke. Oh I think God. this should be oh, the Jesus. name of, of like, if, if I guess maybe in fiction, like if Duck ever has like a born style, born identity style spinoff, oh. his, his like spy name, it, yeah. it should be, it should be Justin case.
0: <laughs> I love that they laughed for a half an hour about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That would be such a good like trashy spy novel series name though. It would just in case novels.
2: Now that was the name of a State Farm person.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I don't know
2: TV shows, but I know commercials like the back of my hand. My gosh,
1: you're like which is funny
2: because I do not watch them. I don't play video games, but I love a goddamn commercial. (laughs) I haven't seen commercials in years because of Hulu and (laughs) Mm -hmm. Netflix.
0: Well, Stern does get in his just in case total dad joke. Thank you so much for that, Stern. And then we go over to um some different dad energy with Zeke's crew <laughs> at the sheriff's station gearing up for the fight and gearing up to have a a dad moment with yeah, Pigeon. Well, heart to heart. Yeah. I really I, appreciated this moment. Our
1: favorite little murderer, Pigeon. <laughs>
0: Goddamn damn it, Pidge.
1: Yeah, it was nice to have um, I mean, I think we we had talked about this about whether or not Pigeon might return to have some sort of closure for that, uh, which, you know, they can't spend a huge amount of time on because it's it's Griffin talking to himself, which is maybe not like the best dramatic stuff necessarily. But in -hmm. fact, you know, what happens, I think, was actually really powerful and definitely made me cry. So thanks for that, Griffin.
0: (laughs) Way to go, Griff. No, it was a really, really lovely moment. He did a really good job with this.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think it's it's clear when, when people have dealt with loss. Uh-huh. I think it was probably helpful for people who are dealing with loss who are not out the other side yet, to yeah. the extent that you can be.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think it also delivers the kind of energy that we were talking about before, which is, you know, we're about to face down all of these, whatever they are.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: Zeke is talking in a way that, not just for Pigeon, but for everybody, we're going to get out the other side.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think that's a little thing that you can take away from it too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: As they all gear up, get your guns ready, and lock yourself in this in this cell because here they come.
2: Oh, that's <laughs> so scary. It's totally
0: it scary. Is, yeah. But that's okay. Megan's going to take them to Chicago. <laughs> God
1: bless you, Detective Megan. I'm so pleased that that's a
2: through line. <laughs> and having the ghost to open the door, so smart. They're very Y'all smart. nailed it. <laughs> I will say, pretty much for all these little vignettes they gave us, yeah. every team was like, "Oh, I'd want to be on that team." It's like, well, mm.
0: <laughs> you just like can't literally choose, every time, uh,
2: I can't choose.
0: Where am I gonna sit? All these tables are so fun.
2: Exactly. <laughs> well, for right now, we're gonna go sit in Sylvain, which has no one there. Totally empty. Totally empty. No civilians. A lot of smog, so that's yep. fun.
0: It the the way this sounded reminded me of Bonneton um, from Super Mario. What is it? Odyssey is the latest one. And it's the the world where the little hats live. <laughs> if anybody's <laughs> playing Super Mario Odyssey. It's got this like cool misty feeling to it. It's very mm-hmm. cute though. So, and I was like, well, Sylvain, we do like Sylvain. So I feel like that's, you know, a nice setting. But then also there's like this mist everywhere. It's a little yeah. like, mm-hmm. what's little what's within it? How do we, yeah.
1: Heathcliff did a few too many vape tricks and now they're in uh, the situation.
0: Heathcliff. <laughs> you're like why does it smell like grape?
1: <laughs> oh, he's definitely a cotton candy boy.
0: Mm. God. Do you did anybody else have it like when you were in junior high? There was like like when I was in junior high there was a cotton candy like body spray that like half oh, the yeah. girls would use. And yeah. I just don't, I was like, I wonder if every junior high had that, like, regardless of time or era.
1: Yeah, I think there were some kids, I think I was probably maybe in high school by then. But yeah, I think that I do remember some girls having, it was from, like, Bath and Body Works, I think. See, it was
0: either that maybe Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Less
1: cotton candy, more cucumber melon on that my That <laughs> was
0: defo, some BBW.
2: That is true.
0: Yeah, I feel like I had to be, like, 13. You would just get these whiffs of cotton candy in school. It's like, oh, okay. Somebody just sprayed at their locker. All right. Though I guess, yeah. Now they smell, it and they're just like Garfield.
2: goddamn. <laughs> By Garfield, so and Hot candy boy is now my favorite. <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to that. Garfield's there
1: too, for sure. They're oh, puff they're, puff pass.
0: They're smoking everybody out. These two cats.
1: <laughs> Did you call him Hot Cliff instead of Heathcliff? Is that like a fan fiction name?
0: Hotbox Cliff. <laughs> we're never getting out of here. Yeah. But you were saying Cotton Candy Boy is your new what?
2: <laughs> it's just a good name for it's a, a really cat. It's really good. <laughs> oh, it is a good name for a cat. Adol. There's a cat name Cotton Candy Boy. Done. <laughs> it's just
0: ripping it. <laughs> okay, but to get rid of all this fog that smells weirdly like cotton candy. Aubrey goes to do, I'm going to use another game reference, Augusti Bellows. That's from Zelda. Uh, <laughs> she uses that spell, and it suddenly she hears Alexandra,
2: mm-hmm.
0: who's apologizing for being a fraud. And oh, what did okay. you girls think when
2: you first heard this? Um, I mm. called her a teenage terror. Mm. But then I went on to think, as like, she's not a fraud because Aubrey can hear her. mm like yeah. she, she's not talking anything because Sylvain's not there. So she is a fraud in that. Like she's tricking people, being like, "Oh, I'm totally an interpreter, blah blah Aha. blah." But like, she she is. She just she doesn't really know she
1: is. Got it? Because she clever. has been faking it the whole time. Yes. I definitely thought that it was strong evidence that an earlier suspicion that I had was correct. But we'll talk about that later.
0: Okay. All right. (laughs) My, I don't even know where my mind went when I first heard it, but I was like, "Is this somehow not? Is like, there a real Alexandra? Like, is there Mm. somebody else who is actually the interpreter?" That was kind of where my mind initially went. I was like, Mm. "Oh, has she been faking this entire time?" Hmm. So So I was just curious.
2: Uh huh. At first, I felt a lot of this like, "Ah, gotcha." I was like, "Wait, no! Like, clearly she's talking to someone. Someone is hearing her."
0: Yeah. No, that's And clever. no one else
2: can, and blah, 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 so. Mm.
0: No, that's very clever. I definitely did not go there. But it is then interesting that Aubrey can't seem to communicate back with her. Mm-hmm. And we don't really have time to worry about it, because we gotta, the fog is cleared, and we gotta get to the
2: castle. And it's revealed of the road uh-huh. and floating bodies. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, not, not creepy at all. No. Yeah. I Oh, you hate to see that. Like, yeah, you really do. Because, oh, God. (laughs) It's cool. You know, they're just kind of floating there, and... Maybe dead. Maybe just sort of in stasis. And now yeah. they're slowly crawling their way across Ooh. to come and get you. It's definitely totally chill and not spooky at Did all.
2: anybody sure. else think of Steven Universe and the Corrupted Gems? Ooh, I hadn't. It just had the body parts. Yes. And they're just kind of, yeah, like going oh, ah. good. a lot. That's very
0: good. All I pull. could hear was that
2: music that played uh-huh. the Oof. first time you really saw it. Ooh, So good. <laughs> That's a
0: good low-key
2: mm. horror. Yaha.
0: And yeah, we don't know if it's... You know, is it like those gems? Is it like, like you said, Anne, are they alive? What is happening here? Mm -hmm. We don't know. These might be Sylvanians. I appreciate that their idea is to just get past them. Don't stop and fight. Yeah. Unless you have Mm -hmm. to, let's just try to Mm -hmm. get past them. And (laughs) Clint really driving home his role uh, (laughs) and how good it is (laughs) to me translates as Thacker Avoiding all like these shambling bodies, and also just like breaking into Krav Maga moves for no reason at all. <laughs> he's just going to also like backwards flip. Ah, uh-huh. no reason.
1: Just like really American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, through that it looks oh, like totally he's running right.
0: through World of Warcraft when you just just make your character jump for no reason, and your knight <laughs> like does three flips in the air. That's him, and you're like, why? Because he can, that's why. Because he can. I appreciate it. But he and it. he
1: and Duck both completely crush this obstacle yeah, course. Either way, absolutely.
0: Ducks right behind him. He's like, God damn, I can't
2: do that. But all right, I'm here too. <laughs> uh, I want to shout out to Clint for he's totally on it with his character sheet. He is. He is. Like I feel like he has learned a lot between Balance and uh, Amnesty in that knowing his character and what his character can do. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Truly, this time, not just pulling whatever magic trick he <laughs> wants to like, do. Like know. that's not actually like. But I did think it would be funny if he was like just kind of grabbing random sheets. Like, ooh, look at that!
1: Yeah, he I could like totally do that. One. Like, just kind of waits <laughs> to see who's gonna Will call him out me? on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's definitely very on top of uh, the finer points of of his character's abilities. Yes. Which is especially impressive considering that he had to switch characters so late in this arc. Mm -hmm.
0: 100%. The only thing is that he does... Try to just make up rules that well, by I saying he's thirteen, we'll pay for to help yes, Aubrey. I, yeah, I love that idea. Well, you know, it's a good
1: idea. Would he be Clint if it was not for you know no, that's the kind of creative rule rule breaking that he does?
2: You <laughs> know, someone is playing this game and like, you know what? That is a good idea, and that's how we will play. That's it. how they so will play. Good on it. you, Clint.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> because Aubrey is trying to save Janelle, who's get, who's been grabbed by one of these. Wayward, grabby hands, yeah,
1: grabby, wandering hands, yeah. Right? Hands. Wandering hands. Hands. Mm. yeah I, liked, I liked that as a, an option for a mixed success. That instead of it being like, oh, Aubrey's doing great and yeah. then trips and falls, that it's that Janelle, in fact, gets grabbed and that Aubrey has to stop to help her. I, I liked that, mm-hmm. I thought that yes. was um, very dramatically effective.
2: Yeah, and now Aubrey's got a choice do you stop and help or do you just bye, and run off? <laughs> like,
1: clearly, Aubrey does what Aubrey right. would do, but... yeah. <laughs> it's an option yeah but that was i mean especially because that that choice which i'm i'm sure i mean obviously aubrey was going to make that choice i think that really Mm -hmm. reinforces um that scene in an earlier episode about how aubrey takes care of other people and that she is in fact responsible and and does you know does have that kind of leadership nurturing quality
0: you're totally right
1: Mm -hmm. so she rolls to kick some hands she
0: does Clint's 13 pace it forward. Just kidding. But <laughs> they do. She, Aubrey takes a little bit of damage. It kind of grabs her, right? Or like yeah. she at least. Yeah.
1: She, yeah. she feels something, which is yeah. the, the one of the important things that we've learned about these creatures, that they exert some kind of influence just from contact, which uh-huh. was especially interesting in this situation because Aubrey was resistant earlier, a few minutes ago. Yeah. Um, it didn't affect her but now, uh-huh. now it seems to. So we're not quite sure what the details of that are, but it seems important.
0: It does. You're right. And we did skim over the fact that um, harming these creatures or interacting with them or whatever is also affecting Thacker, who yeah. is neural-linked in some way to the well. Yeah, pill.
1: he's still connected. hmm mm-hmm.
0: But they do get her free. And the way that Griffin describes them running to... The castle, it sounds so cool. It would be so neat to see. Because you yeah. were talking about, like, the gardens and how, you know, you picture it's still all misty. And that, like, there are the rifts open in the distance. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's that good stuff. Because I imagine it would uh-huh. still be, like, kind of foggy. So you could just, like, hear the distant battles that are happening.
1: Absolutely. I still, I still contend that I think Amnesty would be best as animation, especially oh my gosh, it would be a vista gorgeous. like this would be super cool in like traditional, yeah. traditional animation. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Um, but so they get up to the castle and Janelle doesn't have her keys, so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I hate when that happens.
0: She was out too late.
1: And the crystal, they did not leave the light on for them because the crystal is barely illuminated.
0: Oh my goodness. Very ominous. It's not the Red
1: Roof Inn or Hotel (laughs) Six or whatever it was that Tom
2: Bodette. Or even
0: Rockport. That's right. It's not any of these places. Tom Bodette is not here, which just sounds like a bleak statement to make. Tom (laughs) Bodette is not here. (laughs) It was very ominous. yeah but i pictured this um this whole scene like we were saying all the mist and everything i just imagined it being very kind of washed out and then mm-hmm. it, it really driving that home with the fact that the crystal barely has any orange yeah, yeah. to it at all
1: mm-hmm. yeah i like the the visual of you know especially because this fog i i think that he describes it as that griffin describes it as gray or blackish that yeah that it's like it's not just like white that it's 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 this darkness that's like pulling the color out of out of the world like that's a very powerful visual very ominous visual and then they also in addition to the gates being locked there are these two figures in armor on the ground in front of the gate which seems Mm -hmm. potentially bad
0: yeah you walk up to this in a video game and you're like these things are coming live any second now absolutely they're not
1: (laughs) yes you're not getting (laughs) past without fighting them no slice throats as you go just kidding (laughs) But oh also, God, can you maybe. imagine if they had? No. <laughs> this is their Dark Souls moment when <laughs> the armor suit gets up and starts attacking Duck very slowly, admittedly.
0: And now, did you girls suspect who this might be? It crossed my I mind, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I feel like all of us were kind of because that was the same where I was like, I hope this is Vincent. Like, please don't hurt him. Don't do to anything too dramatic, because this might be mm-hmm. a boy we like. And it is. But we don't know that yet. First, uh, Beacon has to <laughs> His line that made me laugh so hard. Have a nice trip, eat my whole ass. Was just about the funniest thing. With that voice coming from a sword. Yeah, yeah. Beacon, you're just such a gift.
1: <laughs> and it was great cuz at first I'm just like, oh dad, whoa, like <laughs> Right. It was it was a pivot, a pivot there. Uh-huh. Mid oh, mid battle cry. Zagged on him.
0: <laughs> um, but I did really appreciate not only Duck's concern and hesitation then upon realizing that this is Vincent, he's now up against. Mm-hmm. But then also the fact that, like you said earlier, um, you know, Clint is on it and he's mm-hmm. able to have Thacker step in and try to engage with the Quell within Vincent.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think this moment is not only powerful because it's Thacker seeking peace with this all encompassing, destructive entity, which in itself is really poignant. But yeah. also mm-hmm. because yeah. it mirrors Merle and John back mm-hmm. in balance. Yes.
1: Yeah, I think Clint chooses the characters who try peace first. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't go straight to to fighting back, but he's also not going to back down in this situation uh-huh. where if war is the only option, then that's what they're going to have to do. That's what they're
0: going to do. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Which was similar to you know the the conclusion that Merle had to come to as well. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. He tries first to approach with with an olive branch.
1: Yeah. But this challenge that he ultimately issues to the Quell is apparently enough to drive it out of Vincent.
2: Thank goodness.
1: He's safe now.
2: He's come back to us. He's safe,
1: but not necessarily from Slim Jims.
2: That's, again,
1: (laughs) processed meats make their way.
0: (laughs) I did love, Thacker was so sweet and reassuring when Vincent came back and being like, you didn't do this, this isn't on you, and then Mm -hmm. here comes
2: Duck, eat this. (laughs) Step into this. Slam into
1: a Slim Jim. (laughs) And just forcing it upon him. (gasps) Oh my god. (laughs) The, the, the mic play. Yeah, the pause before he spit it out. So good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh
1: I don't think God. I've ever had a Slim Jim. I but
2: have. But now not. I truly do not want one.
1: I think I have. I think I might have had a bite of one once and it was much spicier than I expected it to be. Like, it's that's not, exactly, it's very intense.
0: That's where, yeah, I feel like you must have because that's exactly how I would describe it. I just feel like I just remember spice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's
1: just really, really spicy. Like I've had other kinds of of jerky, like but not not slim jerky. I think I had like one bite. Yeah. Yeah. And it was Mm -hmm. really like really salty, really, really spicy. Just like really gets you. Really
0: processed. Like it's very much a processed form of what they think is jerky, I think. I don't know what the end yeah. goal was. I will. I that will give makes sense. I
1: will give duck credit that it would. If you had never had one and you took a big bite of it, it would definitely snap snap you right into reality. That's <laughs> fair <laughs> for sure.
0: <laughs> so luckily, we do have Vincent back, and mm-hmm. he's able to then open the castle door. Thank goodness. And Aubrey seeing the light beings hovering in the air is total wow. creep town. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. And also reminds me of Taco seeing the 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 eyes for oh yeah the little, the little yeah. creatures for brief moments yeah just for
2: that second mm-hmm. yeah this is way scarier than any saint Bernard side centipede <laughs>
0: that's the thing i feel like that happens a lot with horror at least for me it's like if you just give me like a tangible monster that you can like fight fine but once it mm-hmm. gets a little, like, wait, did you see something out of the corner of your eye? Yeah. Like,
2: you exactly. Know? Like, Ooh, when it's right in the you. periphery. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. I was
1: psychological over just gore horror mm-hmm. any day. Agreed. I was I was having a conversation with somebody about podcast recommendations. And, well, I don't actually know who it was, so I can't ascribe it to a specific person because it was from a podcast account. <laughs> it was from oh. the, the, the campaign uh, podcast account. Um, which I was recommending, and we were talking about whether or not the show was too spooky for my friend, um, oh. and they said, "Well, we're we're adventure spooky. Like Amnesty <laughs> is is horror spooky." And at first, I was kind of like, "I don't know if that's true. Are you really? Do your adventure? I think maybe you're both horror spooky." But now I'm thinking they were whoever was on the account at that particular moment was correct because this is definitely verging more into horror, which I'm personally quite excited about. But
2: me mm-hmm. too. It
1: is definitely horror spooky.
0: Yes. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> Uh, so Aubrey sees these spooks on her way into the castle. But before we can go there, let's head over to the Medical Center with mm-hmm. the
2: Shadow Brotherhood. What are they called? Shadow Brethren. Yeah, That's I think it. that is actually it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got Muffy. Muffy pulling a prank. She's like just pranking she them.
0: Who now I do just picture as... Alexis and David from uh-huh. yeah
1: Yeah, yeah. W- once I suggested <laughs> that, I now cannot undo that. I can't. It, it's the, that's just t- it now. I suggested that. Come on. Sorry, once you suggested that.
2: <laughs> Credit where credit's due. It's the one thing I've given this universe. <laughs> I
0: mean, it's just, it's perfect casting. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so they, theirs is like this big, like, lizard beast, and they lure it out. And I thought it was interesting. They all had, like, their fancy bows. I like it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they're still gonna have a good time, you know. Yeah. Uh, with this hunt, they're gonna they're gonna play they're gonna play relatively fair and do it the hard yeah. way. And they're very good <laughs> at it too, apparently.
0: Oh, they're loving this. And you know what? I'll give Winthrop this. That was hot. And like <laughs> jumping down with a knife and like killing this thing. He did destroy his louboutins, which I'm sorry. That's right. You, I mean, he, he wore
2: them. Like you got to know how he to dress for them it. Wore them to a battle.
0: Exactly. That's mean, exactly it. I'm like, babe. What did you think you were getting into? I think
2: he did
1: not know the extent
2: he would have to go to. Perhaps, maybe, maybe yeah. they've
1: just been on cleaner hunts. Well, uh, he probably doesn't own like a pair of Crocs, so I'm not. Maybe he just didn't fair. have any options.
2: Now I'm just a picture. Also,
1: probably most things they've killed
2: did not immediately turn to goo. Yeah, I was certainly. Killed, so. I mean, maybe this was
0: just very last minute for him. I, who knows? He Regardless, was already out. He took the chance, and <laughs> unfortunately, you did ruin those shoes. But you had a, you did a cool move. Mm-hmm. There's that,
2: and you looked good while doing it. You looked so, so
0: good while doing it. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and that takes us now over to the castle where <laughs> fucking Woodbridge. You're oh involved. God, it's
1: that asshole again. <laughs> Of course he survived, right?
2: Of
0: course.
1: I do love that... He probably survived stepping on the backs of other people, too. Ooh,
0: calling him right out.
1: Well, I mean, he would have been... Admittedly, he would have been in the castle to begin with. He was probably not on the... Did not go out to be on the front lines, so I guess it does make sense. Like our sweet, sweet Vincent. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even regardless,
0: we don't need any further infighting, Woodbridge. There's enough going
1: on outside. (laughs)
2: He's such an asshole
0: <laughs> i do love aubrey's just like are you kidding me is this real what is yeah no and nothing. just you. shutting
1: him down immediately was was extremely good <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and giving janelle maybe just the last little boost she needed to be like you know what actually fuck this and just blasting him away from her <laughs> good move <Love> it. <laughs>
2: um this is where we get the information, though, that like all the specters yeah. are not as spectery. they're, real they're a bit more wispy. Fiery. Yeah, yeah,
1: they're not. No, none of the Sylvans are doing well after their separation yes. from from mm-hmm. the crystal light.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not the Nobody's beverage, so
1: the light much. of the crystal, not the crystal light.
0: <laughs> they don't have either on, one, no and way. what are they going to do? <laughs> they don't have that summertime
1: drink. That's where it came from, my gosh. This whole thing has been has been a, a crystal light ad this entire time.
0: <laughs> it's all been this big hour. crystal light. <laughs> well, while Woodbridge is being thrown into a chandelier, yeah. I like this uh, this little catch up between Vincent and Duck and Vincent being like, hey, look at you. Looking good. <laughs> Wanna spar? And this tight. is where then <laughs> the meat meth is mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where Duck does not wanna he does not wanna throw hands with somebody who is just stepped
2: into a slim gym. Yeah. Yeah. And we get the confrontation of Aubrey and Alexandra.
0: Yes. Alexandra yeah. once she see, once she hears everybody here, she rushes out and Aubrey hears her thoughts again and is yeah. like, Okay, let's have a talk. Mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aubrey slash Travis shag. like repeatedly trying to make this a two way connection when it apparently is not is yeah. very funny mm-hmm. to me. It <laughs> I is. found that very like just continuing to try, <laughs> but what all you're doing is just like looking like you you need to poop or something, exactly like trying that. to send your brain waves.
0: <laughs> I imagine her making a face, squinching up her face, trying hard. Mm-hmm. Can she Staring get my message? Jaggers, <gasps> this whole scene is so neat because I I imagine it all happening at once like that's the way it would play mm-hmm. out in the film as aubrey is kind of quietly talking to um alexandra and janelle about hearing her i her at the same time you can then kind of like hear them murmuring as then you watch thacker walking around to everybody and just kind of yeah. checking in and mm-hmm. knowing that everybody's everybody wasn't doing so hot but then slowly weirdly are they are there cheeks a little more flush Mm -hmm. are there are their visages a little more opaque as it's uh, going back and forth between them
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I liked that Griffin um chose to like ask Clint like what what is Thacker doing in this scene and that the option that he went with made sense that Thacker is not really super social and doesn't really know these people. So what his instinct is is to kind of investigate what's going on to try to to try to yes. tell so that so that we get this information largely because he's being observant and seeing something that other people are not noticing. Exactly.
2: Hmm. Do y'all think Thacker might have been encrypted to the Sylvans? That's like, fun. Wait, he's
1: the so he's basically their Bigfoot.
0: He's their he, little foot. A,
1: yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> he's gonna find the land before time. but maybe i like that idea that they're like i don't know there's some wild small-footed being out in the out past the city
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's got a beard
0: he's very hairy
2: trail mix with pepperoni in it i slept upon his
0: trail mix and it was just (laughs) appalling it was foul (laughs) maybe i like this idea we'll go with it all right and then yeah as the scene is playing out and he's just kind of observing and you do have to wonder like if he's like, Am I just seeing things?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, Am I seeing what I wanna see here?
0: Right. Is this just wishful thinking? And then this is where Janelle hearing Aubrey saying, I can I can hear Alexandra, Janelle it kind of falls into place for her and she's uh-huh. like let's go
2: it is like they all got a good gulp of crystal light and they're <laughs> feeling it
0: oh they're feeling it this is the opposite from the slim Jim feeling <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a good clean feeling. it's a
0: different energy for sure <laughs> but we gotta hop over one more time back to earth
2: over to Kryptonomica, satellite team monster number crew number three number mm-hmm. four where are we at?
0: This one, uh... Three.
2: Three, okay. yeah. All I know is, it is all caps notes from this point on. Well,
0: <laughs> yes it is. We got
2: the monster crew
0: plus Kirby, holding on the Kryptonomica. Has Kirby ever been happier
2: in his life? Kirby
0: loves it. <laughs> Kirby himself, I declare right now, is a little monster. He loves Lady Gaga. This is where he belongs. <laughs> he is living his best life
2: right now. Can we all imagine... Put it in your mind's eye. Take us there. Indrid. Mm. Starting to fight as human Indrid, Mm. and then just whipping the glasses off. Girl. And yeah, mandibles out, wings out, and just like going for it. Love it.
1: Amazing. I'm hearing the like the the CSI noise, but in reverse, like instead of putting the glasses on, it's taking them off. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's it.
2: We've got Danny. We've got Moira. We've got Kirby, we've got Billy's old room, all our favorites or their rooms are there. Everyone is going into beast mode. Oh, it's so good. And then... Kirby gets compromised. He does.
0: And what's even going to happen? Is a monster going to save him? (gasps) No. No monster's going to save him. At least not literal Sylvanian monsters. (laughs) You guys, this moment was so beautiful. I think a little tear was shed. This was definitely, I feel like, the most emotional moment defo in this episode for me was this moment here
2: Mm -hmm. with the Ned friends. Yeah, The internet is here. The
0: internet came together and the Ned friends are going to take back the cryptonomica.
1: It was very lovely. I think, didn't we have, especially because... Didn't we have a conversation at one point about whether or not like if the McElroy said, Hey, we need your help to defend Huntington or whatever did, from yes. monsters and we were like, Yes, we will show up for this. People would yeah. show up. And that's in fact what happened.
0: You're totally <laughs> mm-hmm. right. We did have that conversation and this is yeah, this is this is it playing out in game.
2: And you know that they all either got on their Reddit or their Discord and mm-hmm. were like, okay, get your, like, make sure you're wearing your buttons, your shirts, your hats. Yes. We have to work as a <laughs> all unit. All the Saturday Night Dead. Yes. Like, we need to know that we're on the same team. <laughs> Put your uniforms on. Uh-huh.
0: Suit up. We're going out. And it almost, like, the way that Kirby then reacts to it is almost like he's empowered too. And then yeah. him grabbing mm-hmm. Ned's uh, Ned's cane.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the cane. I love it. Chicane cane. The
0: chicane cane. It was just really beautiful. This was a really yeah, lovely really moment. Was. Thank you for those Griffin.
2: It's very well done. Um, and then things get real fucking weird up in Billy's <laughs> old room. <laughs> Danny's taken down something. I do not recall she what she was taking. She something attacking. up there. I
0: forget. Yeah.
2: But she's being a total boss about it mm-hmm. and just, you know, laying hands and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But she's so focused and tunnel-minded that she does not see <laughs> the attack coming from the back. So don't worry. Yeah. If you're kind don't to worry. animals, they will be kind to you. <laughs> I believe this. I mean, and fear not. I think Dr. Harris Bonkers, in his research, has watched a little bit of Ricky tikki tabby <laughs> and he takes that thing and just wrangles it, knocks it out possibly twist its head off i'm not (laughs) sure i
1: was just so excited
2: also how did he get to be three feet tall did he get big
1: he got big he's well i mean three
2: feet tall he was
1: probably relatively big but yeah i was hoping
2: he was still tiny it's bigger than the rabbit probably even if he was a large rabbit
0: yes which i think we had kind of figured he's a big bunny
2: y'all three feet tall is about the size of of one of those barbies (laughs) yeah i was trying to think of like my size barbie Barbie. i was gonna say a a child
1: (laughs) or a barbie yeah or (laughs) Or my size barbie
0: which is supposed to be about the size of a child exactly
1: (laughs) we only we only make metaphors in 80s toys
0: listen if you ask me how big a four-year-old child is versus a six-year-old child i could not tell you but i know how big a my
1: size barbie is
2: (laughs) (laughs) very fair (laughs) Also, one is factory-made and a steady height, and the Mm -hmm. other ones are human-made, and God only knows. (laughs) (sighs) That's how you could describe all children exactly. Whatever, <laughs> whatever gives you the visual of three feet? That is how tall <laughs> Dr. Harris Bonkers PhD is now. Who he doesn't
1: even seem to know how this happened. No. He's just kind of like, oh, he was oh. he was very surprised by his Pokemon evolution.
2: It's true. Oh, That's totally what
1: is. happened.
0: I was gonna ask. Do you think he like is it a Sonic the Hedgehog situation? He's got like longer limbs, oh,
1: big I don't head. think He's about a Sonic more the Hedgehog. Cartoony. I don't. Don't no. bring that on Please us. Please don't bring that up. No, no,
0: no—the good one.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: like the actual one. Yeah, not the creepy movie version. No, they're gonna yeah, fix okay. it. Okay. They said
0: they, they promised. <laughs> if he doesn't look like that fast hedgehog we all love so much, I just don't even know what there the what point? is gonna happen to him. Anyway, that's what I wonder. If it's like. If he's just like a bigger bunny, or is he like is anthropomorphic?
1: Kind of a, like, well, he they uh, Griffin he says did the say paw anthropomorphic, is anthropomorphic hands. Yeah, yeah. okay, or paws. So yeah. he
0: it is a bit more like Bunny Rabbot
2: from Sonic the Hedgehog, that <laughs> or maybe lot bunny. Oh, from Pokemon,
0: it could mm. be. Sh- those are pretty tall. Mm-hmm. I can't wait We've to see all options. the artwork, you guys. Yeah, I, yeah. Know. I can't wait to see everybody's interpretations. Regardless, hi, Doctor.
2: Holy crap! <laughs> Thank you for joining and even. Us. Yeah, I think everyone in this room is confused. I think oh if the snake were alive still, he'd also he'd be, be like, like oh, "What? Yeah, I would have <laughs> eaten that <laughs> bunny.
0: What?
2: <laughs> I should have gone for the bunny first, and then the the Sylvanian. Gd, you gotta have your priorities. And he didn't, and now he's dead. Let's go back to the <laughs>
0: castle. <laughs> they're gonna go down to the crystal viewing chamber which to me is reminiscent of the 11th hour there were so Mm -hmm. many points in this episode where i'm like i'm just flashing back to balance Mm -hmm. and this is the first time that really duck and um thacker are seeing it thacker technically kind of saw it, but i could see this being like the first time he's really getting a scope of this crystal viewing chamber
2: it's like when you see something on TV, yeah, and then you get to see mm-hmm. it in real life. You're like, oh my gosh. Like, oh, there it's it much is. much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's all very ominous right now, too, because the oh. crystal is not really glowing, but there's this uh-uh. blinking red light coming from the deep. Yeah slow battery <laughs>
2: down
0: there you have a message <laughs> oh no
2: <laughs> don't don't check that message don't smoke detector needs new batteries not a good one. <laughs> oh. that's that's not going God, off could you imagine the, the
1: beep that it would do <laughs> <sighs> although there is a sound i would like to point out that griffin says something about there being deep breathing which they're not going to deal yeah. with right now i was very interested by that i <laughs> had to
0: rewind that because i'm like am i wait what yeah yeah mm. Total creep town, but mm-hmm. better news. Janelle's like, don't worry about that breathing right now. We have something else to discuss. <laughs> Which, okay. Put that on the back burner. It just, <laughs> they're like, hold on. Is somebody breathing very loudly right in my ear? She's like, yes, hold though. We'll eyes up here. um and this is where we get a huge reveal
1: big bombshell of a cliffhanger Uh uh-huh
0: this is where they pull a real top gear this is where they end their show on this bombshell (laughs) where it suddenly makes sense to janelle why aubrey can hear alexandra's thoughts because it turns out alexandra has been communicating with sylvain this whole time Mm -hmm. she's not a little thief and a liar she's not at least not so much Because it turns out, Aubrey is Sylvain. Mm
2: -hmm. I wrote, Aubrey is confirmed as being Sylvain. And then I wrote, just want to say, I wrote that before it was actually confirmed. So yeah, (laughs) so she got it. But truly, like I typed that out, and I was like, "Oh wait, I should probably wait until <laughs> actually, actually confirm." I was like, "Oh, there it is. Okay, we're good." Your heart just told you the truth.
1: It's I just, just I it knew. already knew. Yeah, I had suspected this a while ago as a possibility. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure yes. that was the direction they were going to go in. I feel like we maybe talked about it. Uh, a few I episodes think we ago. did because I had the same suspicion. Yeah, I think I think we discussed it as a as a maybe um, because we we had already thought like it was pretty clear that Aubrey and Sylvain had a really really close connection, um, closer than completely made sense. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think sure. that we talked about that as is a possible explanation. And I I figured it out uh, earlier in the episode. I was like, yes, okay, this is that's what I said I wanted to talk about later. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that I, I did that I felt like that confirmed my suspicions um, of this being a possibility, mm-hmm. uh, that especially because the timing, the timing tracks, right, more or less of, of uh, her age and how long this has been happening.
0: I must have been playing video games when we were coming up with these theories. <laughs> I was not expecting this. I don't know where I was.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it was, we, we talked about a number of different possibilities, and this was one of the ones that we discussed. So you never know. I mean, like, anything that you come up with, you know, um, just because it seems like a good idea to you, it's not necessarily what the people who are actually making the story are going to go with. Sure. And that doesn't mean that one idea is bad and the other one is good. It's just different possibilities, different possible universes. Mm-hmm. yeah such as certain
2: people being murderers, uh-huh. certain people being the entities of planets. Uh-huh. Sometimes we got it. Sometimes we don't.
0: <laughs> you just never know.
1: Sometimes you're a planet.
0: <laughs> sometimes. And with that, uh,
2: is there anything we forgot to mention
0: that we want to bring up now?
2: The one thing I would like to bring up, and I don't think... We've mentioned it a few times, but um, the little intros mm-hmm. that Griffin will put together, I love that he'll do that. Could it... It is kind of like a what to look for situation, Yeah. Yeah. like bringing up Woodbridge and Uh like a little reminder, like, remember how much this guy was an asshole? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, Bringing up the squirrel, Vincent, all those things. Um, I just want a shout out to Griff that, hey, I appreciate that that can't be easy to make. Oh, Oh, no, no. Finding stuff like that is a minute long and probably, yeah, it takes more than 45 minutes to put together. Yeah. So, yeah. Finding that stuff is hard. Big shout out for that and appreciation. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's
0: absolutely appreciated and I'm sure is a ton of work. Thank you, Griffin. Thank you.
2: (laughs) And that was not sarcastic, truly. Thank you. Right.
0: We always sound sarcastic, but we mean it very sincerely. Thank you. (laughs) It's our
2: curse. (laughs) Well,
0: then in that case, I think it's time for a poll. Last time, we needed your help breaking the security code to the FBI base, and whoa, you got it. It was for 2069. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for voting and for breaking in. (laughs) And this time, if the McElroys were besieged by monsters, what merch would you rock to go save them? We'll have that pull up over on our Twitter, at RomancingZone. We will meet everybody back here in three weeks. Till then, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. And we've been romancing the zone.